Whatever, Dave. Whatever, Dave. Whatever, Dave. Lo que sea, Dave. Whatever. Whatever, Dave. It's the Whatever, Dave Radio Network. Wherever fine podcasts are ignored. What is this, Richard? Six, seven weeks running. We haven't had Dave in the studio. What does he think this is? School? And he could just come and go as he pleases? He's not even here tonight. No. You know, I'm just going to come out and say what I think you and I uh, have both been thinking for a long time. I think our two guest host spots on the album show have gone to his head. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's what's happening. You know where he is. Where is he? He's at home! Who washing his tights? <laughs> you know, I would love to be able to sit here and say that Dave will be here next week, but uh, to be honest, your guess is as good as it's mine. not a guarantee. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, he thought it'd be too somber of a day because uh, rest in peace, Coolio. Yeah. That one was a surprise. Yeah. 59 years old, I think. 59. And uh, it, it was a surprise, actually. I, I he, he was visiting a friend and he just went into cardiac arrest. Oh, he had a heart attack. Yeah. Wow. Which, honestly, that's kind of the way I want to go, but, but maybe a couple decades older than sure. 50. Because 59, 59 is a lot younger than it used to be. I don't know if you want to go into cardiac arrest. Though. No, but you know he was he visiting he, a friend is nice. Yeah, yeah I, I mean he was up in mobile and living his life to the end. Like I said, oh, I see what you yeah. mean. Okay, yeah, he it wasn't like a long slow death. It right. was just it was a quick one that that. But like I said, I, I'd like to be maybe twenty thirty years older than fifty nine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, and uh, I I mean I got to tell you, I posted this on my Facebook earlier. Uh, Gangsta's paradise. That was a moment. Oh, yeah. Um, in 1995, you couldn't have gotten more mainstream than a bunch of suburban fifth graders <laughs> listening to that on repeat on the disc man on the playground. And, of course, the subsequent controversy with Weird Al I that arose. Right. I feel like they made up, though. I think they did, too. Yeah. It still was a big deal back then. Right. Because, I, I mean, to be to be honest, Gangsta's Paradise, as huge as it was for Coolio, I checked, it's got a billion streams on Spotify. Wow. Could you imagine if that song, uh, if they had Spotify back in 1995, how many streams that would have gotten? Oh, sure. But, uh, you know, as big as Gangsta's Paradise was for Coolio, Amish Paradise was as big for Weird Al. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Weird Al, every 10, 15 years, he kind of has a resurgence. He gets medieval on your height. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And uh, if you finish your chores and I finish thine, tonight we're going to party <laughs> like it's 1899. Um, oh, he's great. So, and, and, you know, when I think of Coolio, I think of, I feel like back in the days uh, of SNCC, and all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like Coolio and TLC were just always switching off as the oh, musical yeah. host. Oh, that's right. Yes. It was one or the other. Right. And they would say, <laughs> make a round of sound. Yeah. Make a round of sound for yeah. Coolio. And that girl who would pretend to be Roseanne for some reason. I never understood Lori that. Beth Denberg? Yeah, why did she do that? I don't know, but she was funny. Yeah. I, I liked her every uh, useless information <laughs> for everyday life. And I liked when Keenan used to pretend that he was a French guy in the back. Bathtub. <laughs> right. Yeah. My father's name is Stephanie. <laughs> that was cool. I, but I think I think Coolio is one of those celebrity deaths that like hit people harder than they thought. Oh yeah. Like you you haven't really thought of Coolio in a long time, but like you know, especially people you and I's age, Rich. Uh, I mean, Gangsta's Paradise was like. I mean, that that was a huge moment in our childhood. So, I like that he decided to 
appear on Nickelodeon. Right. Out of all places. Right. I mean, it it, it couldn't have done well for his gangsta cred, but, I mean, look at, uh, look at this generation of fans that are mourning him now. Oh, you know what? At that time, I think, well, they, they still might, but I think Paramount owned both MTV oh, and really? Nickelodeon, yeah. so maybe there was some cross... He was under the Paramount umbrella. I'd be interested to know what his record company subsidiary was owned by, because maybe there was some cross-promotion going on there Yeah, that, that I don't even know about. But, I mean, th- that's kind of genius. What what happens is you book yourself. You're a rapper, Gangsta's Paradise. It's not like he was, you know, it's not like he was a family-friendly rapper. Um, you get yourself booked on all that. <laughs> The kids fall in love with your music. Mom, can you take me down to the Harmony House and get yeah. get this album by this guy named Coolio? It's a parental advisory on this disc. Right, but they're like, okay, well, he's on Nickelodeon. How, sure. ba- and How then, bad can he be? Right, and then you put and then you listen to it on the way home, and there's F-words. There's oh, the N-word yeah. with an A. That, oh, yeah. So re- rest in peace, Coolio. And, and, of course, he became an adjective for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah all right, man, Coolio. Right, Coolio. Right. So... Um, before we get in our stack of stuff, though, Richard, I uh, I have a message for the TV executives who produce storm coverage. Uh oh! Enough with sending your meteorologists into the storm. It's actually kind of serious, Dave. I mean, this Hurricane Ian that that made landfall on Florida. It it it. it we're still we still haven't heard the final numbers of. <laughs> The devastation when it comes to property loss, when it comes to life lost. Yeah. But you don't need to keep sending your people out into the storm. I mean, you got Jim Cantore. Him and and Al Roker are the godfathers of standing out in hurricanes. This guy had a (laughs) freaking tree whiz by his head. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's been all over the place. Can you watch it on YouTube? I think so. Okay. Just look up Jim Cantori. A, a, a tree almost hits him. See, that could kill you at those right. speeds. Uh, we're watching the, the, the footage yesterday, the coverage. You got some guy wearing like a Tony Hawk uh, yeah. helmet and, and goggles. It's it's not that it's not that important. I agree. Okay? We this, don't need to risk their lives. This hurricane leveled... Fort Myers, Florida, the entire city, it's gone. It's rubble. Sanibel Island, the uh, the the uh, the causeway to get from the islands to the oh, mainland. I saw that, yes. Wiped out. Stop sending your people out into these hurricanes. When you know, will they learn? Well, and that's a great point, Rich, because what's going to happen is next time the tree's not going to miss somebody. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to die or get hurt on national television. Right, be everywhere. And then all of a sudden, the conversation's going to turn to why? Why do we need to keep sending these people out into the hurricanes? Um, especially now that we've got social media that that has live first-person videos they can just pull from. You got weather cameras that you can just pull pull from. It's, it's it's not 1992 anymore. There's other ways to get compelling video other than sending your own people into a Category 4. I feel the storm is captivating enough for an audience. Right. You don't need to see a human there dangling right. <laughs> for sheer life. Right. I mean, uh, Jim Cantore is, is literally holding on to a street sign, which that one could go at any time. Sure. And, and he finally makes it back into shelter. And then, of course, 
you know, these people have to stay somewhere. So instead of sheltering in place, these 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 hotel employees have to go to work and and all that stuff. It's just a bad idea. I agree. But uh, all around to me, to me, the the most striking images that I saw um, was the Gulf of Mexico and Tampa Bay itself. The storm surge had 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 pushed so far south that I, I was seeing videos of Tampa Bay, the bay, and the Gulf of Mexico. It was dry land. Wow! For like a quarter, for like a quarter mile. Holy cow! And that was terrifying because I, I mean, normally that that's what it looks like before a tsunami. Yeah. So there, uh, and and people were posting the, these videos, and and all the comments said. Get out of there! That water's going to come rushing back. Now I checked up. I checked up on a lot of these accounts. The water came back without incident. So Good. there, there must be different physics Involved at there. at play than um, than a tsunami. But yeah, that was that was very bizarre. And uh, I mean, if it were me, I, I'd be driving. I probably would have evacuated already mm-hmm. because I'm skittish. But then, oh, I'd be in Idaho. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, then then you got tornadoes and stuff. Yeah, which is why I love living here in Michigan, because, I mean, you do get tornadoes every now and then, but it, it's not common. You ever see that early Roseanne episode where the tornado hits? I don't think so. It's was, intense, man. Was that when Dan had the bike shop? No, this was even before the bike shop. Wow. This is pre-bike shop. Well, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't take out the bike shop, and, and that's probably pre-Lanford lunchbox, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. You know you're Roseanne. Except for that one episode. <laughs> but see, I don't know, Rich. I don't know if I'd be... I, I, I mean, you know, there, there's all these people posting these videos. There's this one woman who posted a video that she was literally uh, in a floaty in her own house. Oh. And people are saying, you should have gotten out of there. The uh, of, of course, the emergency uh, personnel were saying... You need to evacuate. We can't. We won't be able to come get you right away. Mm-hmm. And of course, they had fair warning. But I don't know. I mean, if I lived in Florida my whole life and I I made it through countless hurricanes, I, I I myself might think that it's no big deal and find myself stranded. I mean, as someone in Michigan watching hurricanes from Florida, I say to myself, "Hell yeah, I would evacuate." Yeah. But it, it, it's like us with blizzards. There's blizzards every <sighs> year. This one's not going to be that bad. There's a lot of uprooting involved if you were to do that uh, your home is your sacred place right you have all of your memories all of your belongings everything is underneath your loved ones everything is there that is difficult to just get up and walk out right and go to a hotel right i, I agree with you right uh unfortunately with these hurricanes and with these natural disasters you do have to look at property no matter how valuable or no matter how much sentimentality you attach to it is still inanimate it's still a physical object that isn't a loved one it's not a life right well and the thing is too i mean if you leave your home whether you leave your home or not nature's going to do what it wants to do you might as well not be there when it happens yeah so yes for sure but so, I get I get what you mean. Yeah, you, yeah. you would contemplate it. Right. Definitely I'd be like, gee, do I weigh the options? Right. But then again, 
you could be 12 feet underwater and you're, you could drown in your own home. And right. that's terrifying. Your home could become your coffin. Right. Well, and that's what I was seeing with, uh, that's what I was wondering. I mean, you, you get these people and they, they're, they're taking this video of the storm surge, which is like six. And it happens a lot faster than people might think it does. Right. I mean, within a matter of seconds. Well, or... and even if, you know, you live in a high rise or you have multiple stories in your house, I mean, What's to say it's not going to take the structure out from under you? Yeah. So topple over. You don't know how, you know, 150 mile winds. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, it's it's very early. I don't know if this is going to be as traumatic as Katrina. Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, Fort Fort Myers was, was leveled. It's devastated. I mean, it is devastating. No longer exists. Right. And a lot of people, uh, I saw a lot of people on, on, on Facebook lost their vacation homes, which I know sounds like rich people problems, but uh, it, not necessarily. I mean, they may have saved for years and yeah, years and years sure, and, and got a vacation home down there. And, of course, I, I have family down there. My dad's cousin, it looks like uh, she she evacuated to a, a safer place, and uh, it looks like her home is okay for the most part. So, uh, I, I mean, these things aren't just a Florida thing. I mean, Florida mm-hmm. is like the vacation destination of the world, and everyone has at least a relative down there, maybe some property. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, the uh, the damage is not as bad as Katrina or the one that happened in Houston a couple years ago, which I, I, I oh, can't remember. That was that was awful too. It's the one where Joel Olstein wouldn't let anyone yeah, into his mega church. In church. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't want the carpet to get dirty right. or something. Right. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, I'll let you in the church for five low monthly payments of 1995. Right. right. All right. Oh, let's, that was a joke. Let's get into our stacks uh, yeah. here, Richard. I've been blabbering about my topics. Go ahead. No, well, that's quite all right, Michael. A, a mutual interest of ours, McDonald's, mm. is releasing new Happy Meals for adults this time to recreate one of the most nostalgic experiences uh, in the company's history. I don't know if you remember this. It was probably the late 80s, early 90s, before they started gearing toward uh, pop culture elements like yeah. movies or right. musicians. Right, like cro- which I'm sure there was a ton of money in those type oh, of yeah. cross-promotions. Yes, definitely. There used to be toys that were uh, McDonald's-specific. You right. know, you get a little hamburglar guy or you'd get grumus grimace right or... <laughs> the fast food juggernaut this little week... tchotchkelas sure they announced plans to introduce adult oriented meals complete with a free toy and an initiative designed to work off of the nostalgia of the restaurant's famous red cardboard boxes i remember those mm-hmm. i love them and they were greasy you know your fries would rub up against them the cactus plant flea market box is a collaboration between mcdonald's and the famous streetwear brand, and will roll out to participating stores uh, beginning in October. I so what, you get like a it. fashionable hat? You get, well, there is clothing available mm-hmm. that you can purchase separately. But when you get the uh, Happy Meals, it's going to be either be a Big Mac or a 10-piece Chicken McNugget. Right. So, uh, and with that, you're going to get the sodas and the fries. So it's basically a, like a combo meal in a box. Right. So, uh, so is the only um, is the only similarity to a Happy Meal that it comes in a box, or do we get a prize? As it comes well? in a box, and you get the prize. You're going to get a mascot. You're going to get a grimace. You're going to get a Hamburglar. You're going to get a birdie, which I don't even remember birdie. 
and or you're going to get a cactus buddy, which is this thing I vaguely remember. You can actually place the other guys on top on top of the cactus. Oh, so it's like it's the old toys that yeah, remember. You're getting the old toys. I have to be honest, Richard. I was an obese child, so I aged out of the Happy Meal uh, <laughs> very early. <laughs> but you know what I see them coming back with. Um, are the old uh, trick-or-treat oh, buckets. I love those. And I might actually get one of those. I would, too. I, I, I was nuts over those in 1990 when I want, they came out. I wonder if you still have some around. Uh, I might have one or two in an old bin. I wanted the ghost so bad, and I would always get the pumpkin. Yeah, right. It's like it's sort of like with the Mon- Monopoly game. Like They would make like a ton yeah. of, uh, and then like, of most of them, and then there'd just be like a few. Right. Well, if I get the ghost, Richard, I'll give it to you. Oh, I love the ghost. I wanted the ghost. You know, the witch would be cool to have. You know, I yeah. figured, oh, my sister might get that in her Happy Meal. Even though now I don't know how they're going to do that if they have to, if they can even have gender specific Happy Meals. I think they could. I, me- I remember when I was a kid, if if they weren't like promoting a movie, mm-hmm. it would always be uh, a bar- like a, a Barbie thing yeah. for the girls and then like a little Hot Wheels thing, yeah. that like a little car you pull back yeah. and then it zooms. I remember that in the early 90s, yep. I, I, I mean, to be honest, Rich, I could be I could still be bribed to do most things with the promise <laughs> of free McDonald's. Isn't it crazy how addicting it is? Like reading this story, I was thinking about, right. oh, I wish I had McDonald's right now. Right, because McDonald's, I, I do think, even though it's junk food, I, I think that uh, it does taste better than most food. And then plus, you know, it, it, it's probably somewhere in the back of my mind, there's that nostalgia thing that yes. makes me feel happy and safe. And, yes. yes. And that's formed very early on. Right. Well, and, that's great. So so now we can clutter up our own houses with useless <laughs> toys we're not yeah. going to play with once we get home. I re- do you remember when Batman Returns came out? McDonald's had all of these little figurines. I think I they, feel like I got a cup. Yeah. They yeah. had the cup with the bat signal on it and the, the cat woman. And... See, in these adult Happy Meals, they should give you those souvenir cups. I'm kind of into souvenir oh, cups now great. as souvenir an adult. Souvenir cups are great, man. Yeah. I love a good souvenir cup. I had the Dream cup. Team one. Wow. I was drinking my uh, orange drink out of Michael Jordan's head. <laughs> Happy memories. What better a way to drink orange juice? Well, Rich. Orange I, drink. Is I there such say. thing as bad nostalgia? Oh, huh. that's an interesting question, Michael. Um, have you watched Have you watched any of this Dahmer thing on Netflix? No, I haven't. I avoid those. They get under my skin. I know they're very popular. Though. Yeah. Well, and I am. I'm. I'm a huge fan of anything Evan Peters and Ryan Murphy do together. Okay. Uh, they've made a lot of fantastic seasons of American Horror Story. Okay. Um, I really liked the American Crime Story that uh, that that did the O.J. Simpson trial and yeah, um, I remember you're big on that and uh, the uh, uh, impeachment of President Clinton. And I started watching it the other day, uh, and I got through two episodes, and, and I don't think I'm going to finish it because um, it, it freaked it freaked my wife out a little bit. I like to keep the I like to keep the front door open uh, during during the fall because I like. And uh, after the first episode, she got she's like. I'm locking this door. Wow. Um, but I, I mean, it's not really, it's not really scary to me. But it's just, it's just really sad. Yeah. And you know, I've never been a big, um, like true crime serial killer type guy, mm-hmm. which is weird because I love horror movies. As I'm wearing my my Freddy sure. Krueger shirt, but I think the difference is that horror movies are pretend, and there's an element of fun that you can have. Yes. Throughout the horror. Yes. Where with Jeffrey Dahmer, it's just all bad. Yeah. The second episode 
and it's not a spoiler alert because this was a news story. So uh, <laughs> this was a news story in 1991. Uh, but one of his victims was a 14-year-old boy <sighs> who um, he got a hold of the police and Jeffrey Dahmer said that he was 19 and was his boyfriend and the police gave this kid back to Jeffrey Dahmer. And that's when I'm like, I knew that I knew this happened. Mm -hmm. I knew this happened, but I I don't think I need to watch it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and, and if something is true and something is so heinous, I, I feel like you can't have fun with it. Like there's this really weird scene where Jeffrey Dahmer steals this mannequin from a, um, from a uh, a department store and takes it home and starts like making out with it, and out of context that might be kind of funny. But I'm watching this. I'm like, is there any comic relief allowed here? I mean, this is mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. and, and so I guess I don't really know what to do with my emotions while watching it. So, well, I applaud you actually for that feeling mm-hmm. uh, because I think a lot of people will think nothing of it and just digest it as if it were any other yeah. piece of television. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I've always had issues with those, uh, and you had mentioned the O.J. Simpson. Everybody was talking about how great it was. Yeah. I actually had that feeling right around that time when people were praising that show. Yeah. Because you have to realize what that man allegedly did. You have to say allegedly, right. I mean, he lopped off a woman's head. Right. She was literally decapitated. Right. Uh, And- I just feel so bad. My empathy level for the family, Mm -hmm. the family does not like when this stuff happens. Right. They have to allow it because it's an event that actually, you know, it's it's public, I guess. But they do not enjoy these programs being aired for... Having entertainment to, value, having to relive it, having no uh, yes. no control over the narrative. It's a nightmare that they have have lived every single day of their life since the event has happened, and now they turn on TV and there it is. It's funny you say that because I had that same feeling when uh, I don't know if it was Law and Order or one of those one of those shows with the initials. You know they they do these stories that are quote unquote ripped from the headlines, mm-hmm. and they did one on Oxford. Oh. And of course, you know, they change a lot of things so it's not yeah. like a, but um it it was based off of the Oxford school shooting. Yeah. I mean, uh, the uh um uh, the producers said said as much and uh it never really it, it never really kind of registered with uh, with me uh you know, just kind of how insensitive that is yeah. until it happened to Something that Something that, was, that so was so close to home, for right? You. Yeah. And, and they've been doing this forever. I mean, how oh, long yeah. has that show been on? Yeah. And and, yeah. and and that's sort of their tagline, you know, ripped from the headlines. That's right. where they get there. So, so yeah. And uh, and, and you know what, Rich, with the O.J. Simpson thing, you're right. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of uh, presented as being lighthearted. I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr. played sort of like a bumbling dope mm-hmm. as O.J. You had. Uh, John Travolta is as Bob Shapiro playing a weird caricature. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're right, and, and I mean even the Monica Lewinsky thing. I, I mean I'm sure Monica Lewinsky doesn't want to have to relive that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean look, I, I'm, I'm not shaming people who like true crime. Uh, if if that's what you like, it's very popular. 
Uh, but uh, well, there's a morbid curiosity that n- nearly sure. everyone has, and sometimes what th- what these things do. I mean, it's not not in the case of Jeffrey Dahmer; he's been caught and killed in prison. But yeah. sometimes these true crime podcasts actually lead to arrests oh, or you know. or lead to exonerating innocent people in jail. So you know, that's a that's a great point, and I'm glad you said that because I completely didn't even think about that. Well, that's why that's why there's both of us, Richard. Yes. The exposure sometimes of that uh, re revisiting sadly yeah uh, which is what they're doing uh, might actually initiate some kind of progress in right. the case you're right. right i have to acknowledge that that is a that is a legitimate reason for those things to exist yeah all right richard next topic here well my michael yes my rich meister the sanderson sisters are at it again you oh know yes the sequel's coming out <laughs> right on disney plus that's right now would you believe michael that you could spend for just the price of 31 dollars you could spend an evening in the very cottage where they filmed where the Sanderson sisters lived. Now, is this, you it's know what? An Airbnb. I'm going to wait until you read me the story. I'm going to hold my questions until after you're done. The iconic cottage from Hocus Pocus is coming to life. The Sanderson sisters are opening up their home to two lucky guests who can try to cast some ancient spells in celebration of the upcoming release of Hocus Pocus 2. Only 31 bucks. That's a deal, which makes me think there's probably bed bugs or real actual ghosts. (laughs) It could be. October 12th for the uh, uh, 20th, you can uh, stay. Now, is this in... Is this in Salem, Massachusetts? Yes. Yep. In fact, uh, Airbnb will also make a donation to Salem's Boys and Girls Club to celebrate the rare event. Yeah. Uh, by the well, way, though, thirty-one bucks. I don't know. How yeah. Much. I don't know. <laughs> They're not going to generate a whole lot of money. I there. mean, my wife and I went to Salem, and it was one of our favorite vacations ever. Except I didn't want to stay in the city of Salem. Oh yeah, I wouldn't yeah. either. We stayed like forty-five minutes away because uh, yeah, that that's... place. I mean, that place definitely has ghosts. There's some vibes there. I mean, there on. are a lot of uh, there are a lot of vengeful and unsettled souls, right? And rightfully so. I mm-hmm. mean, you could you could be burned for being a witch just for not saying "bless me" after you sneeze. Yeah, um, that's intense stuff. I've noticed there's been a lot of hocus pocus hate this year. Yeah, and it's probably because the sequel's coming out. But there's this meme going around that says America. Uh, celebrates 29 years of pretending uh, Hocus Pocus is a good movie. And it's always people like 10 years older than us. It's like, sure. of course you don't like that movie. It's not for you. Right. I don't, you know, I don't know about Halloween Town. That wasn't my big thing. Right. Hocus like, Pocus was my big thing. Right. Like, uh, I, you know, I don't know anything about Frozen because I was in my 20s when it came out. Sure. And I don't have any kids. <laughs> I do want to ask you, though, that the idea of these sequels coming to streaming events. Yeah. I know. I, I absolutely know I'm in the minority here, and I, I'm going to sound terribly old-fashioned. To me, it doesn't feel as real as if it were to actually be playing in a theater. Like, if Hocus Pocus 2 came out and it was yeah. at the show, to me it would seem completely 100% legitimate. Well, and I also wonder, yeah, because it's got like a straight-to-video vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, that's, that's the, the the way I'd describe it. Aladdin, the return of Jafar. Well, and I gave it. Right. You know, Right, with uh, the guy who played Homer Simpson as Genie. <laughs> yeah, Hank which, Azaria. Uh, uh, Dan Castellaneta. Right. Yeah. Nancy Kavner. <laughs> That's the, isn't that the figure skater who got clubbed? Julie Kavner, That's yeah. That's it. That's her. Um, you know, I wonder, it's got to be easier for, for a company like Disney 
to just say the hell with it and put it out on their streaming site than oh, to get yeah. into the theaters. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Rich, I actually did feel that way until I started watching movies in the theaters on, like, my streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when Wonder Woman 1984 came out, mm-hmm. um, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to see that in the theaters, but, hell, I'll watch it for free off my bootlegged HBO Max. <laughs> sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean... <clears throat> I th- I I think that I I think that once upon a time I probably would have agreed with you, but I feel like the world has changed so much towards streaming, and, yes. and COVID has really uh, accelerated that. Oh yeah, that now I kind of like the convenience of. Um, being able to just watch it. It's Friday. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've gone through all my DVR and I said, oh, well, let's let's watch the new Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, sometimes I just sometimes I just want to go to the movies for like the atmosphere. Yeah. I don't care what's playing. I just want to smell the popcorn and yeah. sit in the seats. And, oh yeah. And, and so so yeah, I don't know. I I I think and you your mind will probably change kind of as as things go. And like I said, I I. Fully and if it does yeah. I'm fully self-aware that I am the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that my tastes will evolve, too. I will always hold an unbridled love for the movie-going experience, yeah. though. I can't, I can't relinquish that as quickly as some other folks might be able to. Like Halloween Kills, I, or Halloween Ends, um, the, 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 I guess, final, final Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> Michael yeah. Myers movie, that's coming out on streaming and at the theaters at the same time. Which I don't understand. She died in the Buster Rhymes one. Right. Halloween, Insurrection, whatever it was, 2002. Right, the L Cool J one. <laughs> right. You're getting your, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm getting my rappers mixed That's up. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I I think I think they just erased those ones. I know they did. They're like, uh, this I is a mulligan. I like to tell people that those are canon. Pay pay no attention to this <laughs> Rob Zombie remake either. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, you're right. There are two whole other movies. But you know what? I probably will opt to go see that one in the theater. Okay. Because that's a that's a theater experience. Yeah. Yes. Because sure. uh, because I've seen them all in the theater, so I've got that. Oh, um, have you? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, all the all the new ones. Did you see the one with Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J? On I the, did. The show. I did. No, you didn't. Did and, you really? And I didn't want Buster Rhymes, the rapper, in real life to die, uh-huh. but I wanted his character to die. Okay. Because he was awful. Now was LL Cool? T- okay. Which one was Halloween H two O twenty years later? Was LL Cool J? That's that the one. Was LL Cool J with Josh Hartnett, and they were uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode was working at a boarding school. Okay, yes, that's right. Which in this in this new reboot, it, she she never worked at a boarding school. She's been a hermit living in like a military compound in fear of Michael Myers since th- right the second one. Right. So she had time to have a daughter, though. Yeah, she had kids, as I recall. Yeah. So I, I like I, I you now you're not a fan of the these reboots. You know what I, I it was okay. I, yeah. I didn't think it was as great as everybody thought it was. Yeah, see, I didn't I see did. the second one because I heard there's kids that get. Yeah, you don't right, which is it. why you can't watch Stranger Things. Right. Yeah. Uh, the third one intrigues me though. I will say I I am intrigued. But you know what? I have to tell you, I'm so. <laughs> now I'm going to sound like one of those people who putting down something that everybody else loves. You know how he does that thing where he shifts his... Michael Myers? Head? Yeah. Right. Kind of looks at the... Di- he does that in the first one. 
I'm really kind of sick of seeing him do that to almost every person he kills now. <laughs> right. It was cool the first time. Right. I guess that's his that that's the the closest Ooh. thing he has to having any dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if he starts talking at the end of this one. Maybe he will. It's <laughs> so, so like, uh, can I get an Uber? Can I get an Uber away from the the sanitarium? <laughs> All right, Rich. I miss Doctor Loomis too. He right. Was great. It's not a. Ho- Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. My second, my headphones decided to start working all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Dr. Loomis was the man. Remember him? How did he survive all the movies? Right. He's the one person (laughs) Michael Myers wouldn't kill. Yeah, I love Dr. Loomis. Yeah. I think Michael Myers loved Dr. Loomis. I hope that guy's still around. Donald Pleasance? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have your opinions and I have mine. <laughs> Agree to disagree. You know, I'm not even going to Google it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Let's get Dr. Loomis up on the horn here, huh? Well, I, I would, Rich, but I don't I don't like using Ouija boards. I looked behind his eyes like a doll's eyes, the dead eyes, and the there was absolutely eyes. nothing. He was the best. Do you remember Dr. Loomis? I remember him well. Do you like him? Uh, he's he's the man. He is. Dr. Loomis is the man. All right, Rich. I'll make that my Twitter handle. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Loomis is the man. Yeah. Dr. Loomis is the mail at gmail, man at gmail.com. <laughs> at yeah. Hotmail. Yeah. All right, Rich. Uh, we got time for one more story, so I'm oh. going to let you pick the headline of which one we go with, okay? Okay. More bosses are spying on quiet quitters. It could backfire. <laughs> or Kelly Ripa denies that she abandoned Regis Philbin in new book. You know I got to go with the Reg. Okay. Well, <laughs> it seems like you didn't want to do that story. No, I I I I, I feel like this is going to disappoint you. That's oh, why. Oh. Um go on. Kelly Ripa has put out a new book, Live Wire, Long-Winded Short Stories, that says uh that her and Regis though they had great on-air chemistry, were not really friendly or socialized. Oh. Um Outside of the show. I kind of knew that. Yeah. and She was mad that he didn't tell her that he was leaving, too, I think, uh, or something like that. Yeah, she said, um, yeah, she- Or maybe that was Strahan. I can't remember. Uh, let's see. I feel feel like they pretty much asking me to be a member of the family. They're proper British. Wait, so- You're oh, this the was wrong the queen. story. Yeah, anyway, I, I had this- I think <laughs> they changed- the Queen Elizabeth story. <laughs> they changed the story on me. See- <laughs> This was just a this was just a blurb at first, <laughs> and now it's a one. and now it's a question answer. No wonder you didn't want to pick that one; it disappeared. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. So, but but speaking of of not wanting people to be picked, yeah. uh, it turns out Regis uh, was not sold on Kelly Ripa as his first choice. Yes, he shouldn't have been. She's terrible. But uh, I mean, here's the thing. I just said that because of, you know I know. I'd like to support my Reg. Right. I, I mean, here's the thing. She was in a tough spot. Yeah. I mean, Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah. Was was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Coolio's Gangsters Paradise, it was a moment. Mm-hmm. And so Kathy Lee decides to retire. I don't remember why she retired. Maybe she wanted to raise the kids. Uh huh. And now Cody and you, that other one, <laughs> the other one, Lee Gifford. Yeah. Um, and now you have to walk into this thing that's already a juggernaut, and oh, now yeah. and now you're being replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, some people are good at faking it. I mean, remember Rod and Mario? Oh yeah, everyone everyone loved Rod and Mario. Oh yeah, they, they hated each other. They, right? They hated each other so much that they fought over a chair and got fired. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's why. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, disappointing. I mean, was Buster Rhymes? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure Buster Rhymes has been a guest. <laughs> yeah, on either live with Regis and Kelly or. Probably Regis and Kelly. I don't know if he was uh, if he had merged during the Regis and Kathy now, Lee. He's still with us, right? Buster Rhymes, yes. Yeah. Okay, Coolio was he ever in any of the Halloweens? I don't think so. Because at one point you had to have a rapper in a Halloween picture, right? Do you remember? I think they um from twenty years on later, from the H two O to the rest. I think Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J um. Filled that filled that criteria. Let's see. Uh, he was in he was in Batman and Robin as yeah as banker. Yeah, he I, was banker. I, I don't remember. remember that at all. He was in Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh yeah, which I still have to see that. Yeah, we got to see that. Yeah, not just you. Yeah, we can watch it together. Doctor Loomis is in that one. <laughs> Oops, what a what a show that would be. I love Doctor Loomis so much. Um, he was in Dracula three thousand. As a 3,000. 3,000. I, 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 there was 2,000. I didn't know there I was I saw 2,000, yeah. You I, did, huh? Yeah, I would have thought that Dracula- Gerard Butler. You would think that Dracula 2000 came out in the year 2000. You'd think they'd have to wait 1,000 years for Dracula 3000. An entire millennia. Uh, they only waited four years. It came out in 2004. I wish Donald Pleasance was in that Dracula 2000. Yeah. He was great. Well, it's too late now. Um, Don't say that. Sorry. Um, oh, he's raining on my parade. He was also in a show called Black Jesus, so he did some oh, acting. Oh yeah, I, I remember Black Jesus. Do you really? Yeah, my friend, my <laughs> my friend, my sister Mary was a fan of it. We watched a few episodes of Black Jesus. What channel was it on? Adult Swim. I think it was on. Yeah, okay. And yeah. there was this one episode where there were thirty-one episodes. I totally miss Black Jesus. It was great. There With was Julio. Some guy went up to Jesus and he asked him for a miracle. And Jesus said to him, nah, man, that's up to Pops. <laughs> oh, Pops is about God. God. Yeah. Right. It was great. Uh, I miss Black Jesus. Well, I miss Donald Pleasance. I miss Black Jesus. I miss Coolio. That, you miss uh, you miss Happy Meals. Luckily, they're back. I miss Regis. This is why I hate nostalgia, Rich. Yeah. I feel like nostalgia ruins so many people's lives. <laughs> Because people can't, I mean, if you, if you stop yeah. enjoying life you're at the right. age of 12, no, you're right. that's you're a long right. time to, to live you're 100% with nostalgia. Accurate on that note, I think. But, you know, I'm still yeah. nostalgic about uh, things that I did in my 20s. I mean, it's okay to be nostalgic. It's okay to be nostalgic, but don't, don't let it ruin your present. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, Rich, I'm nostalgic. way to end the show. I'm nostalgic for the days that Dave showed up, but they're not coming back. You're right. So you, you, all all you and I can do <laughs> is pick Suddenly up the. Suddenly, Dave has a great job. Oh, let's pick up the pieces right. and rename this podcast whatever Daveless. <laughs> oh, that's him calling to apologize. Oh, yeah, well, it's not going to so. work. I'm ending the show right now. Ah, uh, yeah.